0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Grumpy Pony Podcast. So sorry we've been away for a couple of weeks, but we're all back now, and uh, I'm joined again with Tony and Rob. Greetings. Say hello guys. Hi guys. Salutations. Excellent. Um, yeah, so we're gonna do what we normally do. So just chat our geeky stuff. Uh, what about about what's it, you know got our attention this this last couple of weeks and what we're uh, what we're interested in. So without further ado, let's just get started. I know there's been. Reasonably big news with um, a live-action Eisenhorn series. Oh yeah, which is going to be great. Mainly because I was saying to Tony, not to that I can finally be one of those guys who says, "Oh, it's not like that in the books," because I'm I have read all the books for this. Unlike They're Game like of Thrones, the only books
1: you've read, right?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm so happy that these are, these are coming out now because I can just feel like, no, it's not like that. Just do that.
1: Eisenhorn, oh, the, the Inquisitor.
0: Yeah. Mm. Which I think is a really good choice to do a forty k live action thing with, because like it's, it's, it's everything's done. I think what we were talking about before. Yeah, is you've got these sort of isolated stories in this big setting, which I think will work really well.
2: Plus, as an inquisitor, he can act independent of like just taking direct orders. So we we spoke about this, I think, in the last one about yeah um, how uh, when we did our death watch role play. It was yeah, these ear orders, go kill the bad
1: guys.
0: Yeah, and that's,
2: yeah, that's that's fun up to a point, but there's a limit to how much story you can have. Yeah. Um, whereas when you take an Inquisitor, like they have the authority to act in any way, shape, or form they deem appropriate, and um, and it means that they can they can hold a story and they can, they can they can run a story in a much more interesting way than a bunch of space marines just doing a thing, which looks awesome, adeptus stantes looks awesome. Yeah. But Holds limited story.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. And I always find like by the time the Astartes have turned up, a lot of the actual stories happened because it's like the time you know all the intrigues done there. Everything, everything's on the the battlefield by that point. Whereas with the Inquisitors, it's a lot more of the sort of like actual story happening. Is he going to have a scenes. sidekick? Well, he has. A, he has a whole team with him. So he has like many sidekicks. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting whether. I mean, if they follow just the books, then. Obviously, like he'll he'll have he'll gain followers and he'll lose lose followers as he goes through. So he doesn't always have the same team. But what I always liked about him is because he starts off like a really puritan inquisitor, and then obviously things change. And then I don't want to ruin it. That's the thing. But I'm so mean, like
1: he's it. a real, as you say, like a puritan. Yeah. He's like a very straight on the level kind of.
0: Yeah. When he, where he is at the start, yeah. What, was he like auto hereticus or something like that, or uh... auto Zenos, I think
1: to start with. But then along the way he discovers that maybe sometimes you've got to be a bit maverick, you've got to break the rules. Well you pretty much like, like one of those kind of cool seventies cop dramas. Like where nothing's re- ever yeah. quite black and white anymore. <laughs> and you know, your partner's started doing dope, so do you shop him in? Or maybe, you know, do
0: you what? stop you you know They do kind of because they do they do all this stuff where they, you find out that basically all the in, every sort of you know, Inquisition, every sort of group of the Inquisition are all infighting amongst themselves anyway. Yeah. So it's always like they, they always like disagree with ways to deal with certain things. So after a while he, he ends up sort of dobbing a few people in as well and then he's doing the same stuff later on so... Yeah, it's oh, interesting. what a hypocrite. Yeah, no, he is. He is a total, he is a, he is a total hypocrite. He's far, far from perfect. You guy.
1: can't use a demon sword like that. That's a And the... then three weeks later, oh, the demon sword will really help in his situation. Maybe. Well, look, <laughs> I, I think he, sh- he
0: straight up uses demons at one point. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, he's... Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so do we know what platform this is going to be on? Oh, it's I Netflix, I, I think, isn't it? is not it Netflix? I think I it's, ne- it's either Netflix or Amazon. Well, I think it's Netflix. How close to coming on? out is it? I think it's in production at the moment. So, maybe next year, if yeah. we're lucky. God, I wonder if we can go up there and get a bit
1: part. That'd be great. Tony, you can play an orc? I don't even need to wear makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be an Eldar, not with this beer gut. You never see an Eldar with a beer gut. Maybe there'll be a squat I can play. Uh,
2: possibly. Or like a oh. short Ogryn. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah,
0: I'm probably a bit too dumb to play an Ogryn. No, well. I don't think there's any ogreens in the books. I've already started. Oh, <laughs> I haven't mean, They're well worth it. They're well we've worth
2: got, it. We've got a gene stealer can't make sitting. Above yeah, those, yeah, so. <laughs> absolutely. It, <laughs> well, it's, it's the it's the it's the it's the bald head and the bald, um bald uh, the, head the forehead. Uh, the, the the ridges on the forehead.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just this is my frown. Yeah, my natural frown. <laughs>
1: I thought there was Klingon in your answers. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gene stealer. Yeah, yeah. But because but it, it did sort of. When we were talking about it before, um it sort of spurned on like get we got sent on uh I because like, I, I was speaking to some some of the guys that work at Games Workshop and I got sent some of the old trailers and stuff for the old um like you know, the live action stuff that Games Workshop used to do and they're absolutely brilliant. I'm gonna put the links for them in um in this this podcast as well so people can check them out because they're absolutely hilarious especially the, the Hive one I think is brilliant and the one you said you found
2: yeah so I think they did they did one half an hour long movie yeah and I think they did trailers for two more uh, and you found the trailer for yeah Hive Infestation Hive
0: Infestation which is amazing which is a travesty that that was never made into a if, full blown film if anybody
2: listening and I'm aware that it doesn't make up a huge uh, percentage of the UK population, but if anybody listening knows where we can get our hands on that Indeed Gene Steeler outfit. Oh, so
1: yeah. I want to go and meet the guy that played the Space Wolf, and <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's his autograph, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: uh, find out what how he got into character. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> could be <he> really starstruck. <laughs> Just be like... <laughs> no, 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 I, want, I really, really, really want that Jean Steeler outfit,
1: so if anybody can tell me where I can get my it,
0: hands it, on. Is it tuned warrior at the end? Yes, it is oh, the old tuned warrior. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, tened yeah, tened, yeah. Yeah. That's probably
1: like all mildewed and mouldy at the back of someone's garage in Dunstable. Oh, like, that oh don't hits. say that. It ruined ruin. the illusion. And some like you know, old guy now on a stick. Oh, I remember oh, filming oh, oh. that. That was just after I'd come off the production crew for Red Dwarf. We used all the same makeup and sets. It does. It does have a Red Dwarf feel to it. It's great. Oh, I think it's at the back of the cupboard somewhere.
0: Those were the days.
1: It yeah. was excellent.
0: I play the space wolf. Yeah, but he wasn't. He did, didn't. He? he wasn't a space wolf. That's the thing. He, he was. If if he was wearing an ultramarine tie, he was, he was a sales executive <laughs> from
1: Nottingham.
0: <Lossy. Yeah. laughs> they
1: drew lots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everyone wanted to play the space wolf, and it was just whoever got the light We transform. got Gary from accounting. <laughs> <laughs> Did oh. you play King Lear in the school play? <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're doing it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, try not to sound like King Lear. He's the
0: most <laughs> it's got a great range. It's got a great range. Oh dear. Well, apart from that, I think hopefully if they keep the same production values for Eisenhorn, then <laughs> we're all in.
1: I think that that would be more. If it takes itself too seriously, a bit like Ultramarines, it could end up being a flop, right? if they actually went out well, no, but I, think, of I think the
0: main problem with Ultramarines was that it was terrible <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> I mean that's uh, you're not beating about the movie uh,
0: it. it was it was
2: the worst film I've ever bought it's just I mean I
0: own The Hangover 2 <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it was just it, it was one of those ones where it just wasn't yeah it just wasn't very well put together I don't think it, it, it wasn't a case of it taking itself too seriously Well, if Ace Rimmer makes a cameo in it,
1: then I'll be happy. Talking about films, actually, before we move on, Event Horizon, Mm. horror movie from 1997. Yes. Really struck me when I first ever saw this film. Yeah. Amazing horror film. Uh, With, like, Who's the Guy That's Not Samuel L. Jackson? Lance Fishburne. Oh, that's, that's the one. The other. The oh, uh, <laughs> there is some brilliant uh, fan. Uh, what's the word? Like um ah uh, like theory. Fan theory on on the web about how this movie Event Horizon is actually set in the forty k universe. Oh, really? Yeah, because basically what happens is this uh, spaceship. Uh, Sam Neil of Jurassic Park fame is the scientist. He built the spaceship. It's got a warp drive in it yeah. that kind of jumps into another dimension to make it go to Proxima central yeah, That was the yeah. big plan. Anyway, it disappears for seven years. And it's effectively... I mean, if you watch the film, you'll see it me. It's like, it's gone to the warp. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Which is like hell in the film. And then it pops out again and suddenly appears around Jupiter and they pick it up on their like, you know, scanners or what have you and they go into a rescue mission. And it's come back and it's been in the warp and it's haunted. The ship is haunted. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I could totally see... How it could be like man's first foray into, into the warp? Yeah, yeah. It could definitely seamlessly, but of course, it's it's near future um, and not far future. So you know, there's nothing to suggest really that it's 40k, other than the fact that the the ship blatantly went to the warp, <laughs> yeah. blatantly like corn. I don't know. But well, now maybe. you say it, it
0: seems really obvious.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I need to rewatch that. It is a, a times. If you don't mind a little bit of shock horror and a few jump scares. It's. uh yeah, it's I think good, it's the best horror film. film ever made. Of.
0: Do you? Would you go that far? I would.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really? Have you seen Gremlins? Would you call Gremlins a horror film
2: though? I used to scare the Jeebus out of me. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if I'd call <laughs> I was, it a horror. I know,
0: pretty small though. <laughs> it's basically a Christmas movie, isn't it? What? No. Yeah, like Gremlins. Uh, like Die Hard. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's oh, definitely a Christmas
1: movie I would go as far as to say it's the best horror film I've ever it's a really a thinking person's kind of horror movie alien is excellent but you know and it has has horror elements but um oh, it's, okay yeah event horizon sci-fi horror yeah alien sci-fi horror yeah so I, I
0: drank alien above event
1: horizon <sighs> yeah, I could see a case for that but you know it's all subjective oh, Alien's absolutely. great yeah, yeah. In the, the, uh, the whole Alien thing is good. Until they started making the modern ones, basically any movie made past 2000, that's a rehash of an old <laughs> franchise. It's just a load of crap,
0: isn't it, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't understand why they do keep re-releasing old stories and stuff, like or remaking them, because what's the point? I mean, how many Spider-Man movies we had? Um... How many not Sp- enough. How many Spider man have there been? I, I can't. I can't keep. I can't keep it's seeing. It's not Uncle about ben. how many
2: Spider man it's, it's about how many dead Uncle Ben. Yeah. How
0: many times can you kill Uncle Ben?
1: Uncle Ben again has yeah, come yeah. up. This is like
0: two out of four podcasts. Uncle Ben has come <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And i insist. Of course it is. was. And I would insist it comes up in every <laughs> single podcast <laughs> because it needs to be addressed that Uncle
1: Ben just keeps on getting killed off. You're right, though. These rehashes of these old films. I think it's because everyone know that there were good films made in the past. And I don't know if there's so many good films being made now. So it's like we've got to, you know, Hollywood execs have to kind of plug something, you know, plunge into the text
0: to try and drag something. So again, if any Hollywood execs are listening, we're available for ideas. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, this is why a good 40K series could be the kind of new um, Lord of the Rings trilogy. Are we going over all ground? Have we discussed this before? But basically, you know, like how Lord of the Rings... Um, the movie's trilogy pulled Lord of the Rings out of the kind of sidelines of you know um, of fandom land Hmm. where it was just you know people like us would get together and discuss Lord of the Rings and pulled it right into the mainstream like right into the mainstream where that film has now become part of the cultural subconscious you know because anyone like you know pretending to smoke the long pipe or none shall pass you're like when you say these things people know what they're talking about yeah yeah, yeah yeah so, and for, uh, a good 40k series could have the same impact because the depth and quality of the history of 40k has all the elements to make. For well, a it's a huge,
0: story. yeah, there's a huge amount of story there to draw from, isn't there? So you could
1: imagine kids running around like a, a playground in a few years time once some, you know, 40k thing has gone really, really big and be like, for the
0: Emperor. I, I don't but know. What, we did that when we were speaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
1: maybe it
0: goes on already. Like. Do, you, do you know what? It, was, it was so fun. I don't know why this just reminded me, but like, we're talk, talking about old films. I was talking to someone in the shop the other day, and there was, was some reason that someone was talking about um, a shark. Like There was a shark. I think one of my, if someone was playing the Iden F. Deepkin. There's sharks in it. Mm. Like, they've got sharks that they ride, basically. And the person who had them was like, oh, yeah, this one I call Bruce. It's called Bruce the Shark, right? And I was like, oh, great, yeah, from Nemo. Shut up. From what? Jaws. Oh, all right, fine. All right, this is exactly my point. <laughs> right, this is my point. Right. So uh, basically, the kid that was there, and now you've just, you've just upset me, right? <laughs> basically, the kid that was there was like, oh, is that from Nemo? No, it was not from Nemo. <laughs> the a- animatronic shark in Jaws was called Bruce, which is where the shark in Nemo got his name. Hold on a minute. That's why the shark in Nemo is called Bruce.
1: It, the shark in Jaws is never referred to as Bruce in the
0: film. The animatronic shark that they used to film it was called Bruce on set. But on set? Yeah. But yeah. not yeah. in the film? But, not but, in the film. But the
2: shark in Finding Nemo was called Bruce in the film. But because of the shark in the thing.
1: The animatronic shark. I'm kind yeah. of on Tony's the, side. This was common it? knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> killing is me. This is I me. I didn't know it was
0: common. It was common knowledge for years. and Now it's just been lost so your
1: point being that it entered the kind of cultural yeah. thing yeah so now sharks and bruce this is yeah
0: so now it's just the thing you just call a great white shark but, bruce brilliant but, but it
2: was. So, but, you know yeah. I, I call a great white shark bruce with no knowledge of um, because of yeah but
0: because finding nemo picked it up they've called it that and now it's just become a thing that the great white shark is called bruce i call sharks and it
1: just seems natural to call the shark bruce i call great white sharks bruce because they are found off the coast of australia and everyone knows that people in australia Oh always called Bruce. Good night, mate. Alright,
0: oh, uh, Bruce. Oh, it's wow. oh,
1: <laughs> bless. Oh, bless. Bless like, like a train crash, <laughs> isn't Yeah, that? yeah.
0: Just gonna let that hang in the air for a little bit.
1: <laughs> oh, that's lingering bless like, him.
0: like a guff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> alright. So, alright, we'll move we'll move swiftly on, shall we?
1: Crowbar said, yeah. yeah. Else.
0: So well, well the next uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about was our painting competition in the shop. So oh, nice. it was well, it's good. Really good turnout for it. It was our first painting competition. Loads of really good entries for it. Um, and the theme for it was tactical. So it had loads of different takes on that, which is really cool. And we even had some like, dioramas. People were actually building like, you know, full sets. The so, set, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, some nice little waterfalls and stuff. Some people using water effects that I just can never get my head around. I can never get water effects to work. So it's basically where they use like plastic resin to create the effect of water like coming down off of rocks and things. Yeah, the thing that always got me
1: is like do you paint behind it to give it a color? Or do you add color to it or do you just leave it clear? Good question. I don't know. I maybe
0: the water effect could chime uh, yeah, in then. and say what yeah. they did well, I I do Well, I don't think they did colour it. I think they left it, but it was meant to be coming off of the rocks. So they just painted the rocks and then just poured it on. Mm. So, I know what you mean. I've seen yeah, some yeah. great
1: effects myself, but it's like you kind of look at them and your brain has like a little bit of an aneurysm. It's like, oh, hold on, what yeah. actually was the process in there yeah you know like it looks great i can't quite tell how it was achieved no i always really i
0: always really enjoy the painting competitions it's always nice to see them because whenever i paint it's normally like quite quick so i'm never really paying that much attention it's normally quite messy but then you see other people they've spent like weeks on this one thing and it always looks really cool and they've already built sort of like a story around it Mm. and they've named it and that's really always really cool i really enjoy it so i'm going to do another one that was always really good, mm. and they're going to do a nice big prize. I think so there's going to be a big, big prize. a big prize. It depends how many people take part, but if it's the same as last time, then I will do a big prize. I think it'll be worth it.
1: Nathan said that he would have done more highlighting on his Blood Angels, but he was a bit poorly the week before. He, he, had to he did have a cold blessing. Yeah. So, you know, taking that on board, swinging a couple of extra votes his way, maybe. Sympathy votes. Yeah, because he yeah. would have done more highlighting, you know. So the fact it wasn't on the model, I've, you know, it's kind of neither here nor there. The intent, you know, the intent was
0: good. So do we, do we vote on intent, though?
1: Um, absolutely no, not I well I, no because if we did then, I, then I'd enter in <laughs> yeah 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 because yeah, with
0: a grey models I <laughs> intended to paint it I, I <laughs> paint it and I
2: was going to do a really good job of it I, I um, intended
0: Golden Demon Standard
1: <laughs> but, but, but I but you know I can't paint and uh, couldn't be bothered so no I've been completely sarcastic it's totally all about action speaking louder than words yeah. and uh, there was actually I think the model I would have chosen on there was um, maybe I can't say I don't want to swing anyone
0: but um. Well, the votes are the, now oh, the votes I mean, are pretty much in. Well, I'm going to announce the winner on Sunday. So by the time this goes out, I think most votes have been cast. It was this little guy. I didn't know what model he was, but he was standing on a pedestal. He was kind of like on a plinth or something like that. It was very cool. That would probably get my vote.
2: Standing on a pedestal, or did looking, he? looking at a little map?
0: Did he have a pet octopus? Oh God, you know what? I can't quite remember. Or did he have a, yeah? Did he have a map or a pet they octopus? He had a little staff. It does not know oh, no. anything. <laughs> Were yeah. you, you <laughs> were Where at? were you? <laughs> what model were you looking at? <laughs> I don't know. Was it, was it just one of the ones in the box in the background <laughs> yeah, yeah. That you voted. Yeah, on. You yeah. just wander in one day and just look <laughs> at a box and go, that's good. I'll vote for that." <laughs> I'll have to go back to the images. Uh, yeah. You. I I'll get sent something from Cool Mini or not. i will be like, "Was this one?"
2: <laughs> so, but on, but but the, the the topic of the of the guy with the. Um, uh, it's the Gene Stealer character who's got With the, the little map. The yeah. little map. Mm. Uh, and if nobody noticed, if you look really closely at the map, uh, the layout of the building in the map is the same as the layout of Warhammer World in Nottingham.
0: Wow, that yeah. is an
1: attention to detail which is astounding. I just Yeah, it's a really yeah,
0: nice I, I, I really like that. I remember when that came out and they did, the, you know... the. On the Warhammer community site, they do the rumor mill. Yeah. And they just you had recognize the map. This? Yeah, and they were like, yeah, where's this from? And then they had loads of people like guessing, oh, that must be from like Cadia or something like that. And they were like, it's, yeah. it's not a good Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Warhammer world. That's great. Yeah, really good. The jeans, I love the jeans to the cult characters though. They're, some of them are so nice. Like the the, uh, the assassin guy.
2: He's cool. They'll look even nicer with a special issue ammunition round through their skull. <laughs> All We have to say about it,
0: right? Well, <laughs> well, well, that takes that does make us move us on to the Space Marines. Oh, yeah. Um, now, as mo- many probably don't know, or some probably know by now, actually, the Space Marines are getting new releases, so they'll have a new codex uh, which is available for pre order tomorrow. Tomorrow being to- Saturday, uh, tomorrow evening. being Saturday. The what's the day today? I
1: don't know, that'll what be like- the 10th, I think. The Ted, right.
0: Yeah, so they'll be available, so people can actually pre-order that either on my website, or on our website, or the in the shop, so you can come in, in the shop and get it pre-ordered. Um, but yeah, you get the codex, and there's going to be a supplement, so you have, so your ultramarine players will need the space marine codex and the ultramarine, ultramarine supplement. supplement. Uh, but you don't
2: need the supplements. No, but
0: you don't need them, but if you want to play with the ultramarine rules obviously you've got the supplement for it
2: yeah so as i understand it you've got the 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 core codex and that will allow you to play as space marines but if you want to get the most out of your different chapters so yeah ultra so the first two i think are Ultramarines and white scars yeah um there will be a codex supplement which will have uh, additional rules, um, uh, the characters that are specific to it, so I think you won't have individual characters in the codex anymore. They'll, they'll be in the supplements. Right, uh, what, the named um, characters. Maybe, I yeah. guess. Um, there's going to be unique psychic discipline for each supplement, so um, the Ultramarines get the Indominus discipline, and the White Scars mm. get the Storm something. Indominus! That's the one! I can't remember. I wrote it down. Storm speaking. What does that do? Uh,
1: Call lightning, I guess.
2: Sweet. It's Uh, like
1: a Mongolian thing. Yeah. Just Mongolian (laughs) things. It's just a
2: Mongolian (laughs) thing. Um, And then, so yeah, they need to get their own uh, psychic discipline. They're going to get unique tactical uh, objectives as well. So it'll really customise, um, I think to a much greater extent, Mm. the the standard vanilla chapters
0: yeah um, but there's loads to it well you were saying earlier as well about the if you want to make a successor chapter
2: yeah so um, they've got a, a, a build your own chapter
0: yeah so I, I, I like the sound of this so first of all they've, they've cool.
2: enhanced chapter tactics so individual chapter tactics are just incrementally better um, in most regards so the ultramarine one used to be Infantry can fall back and then shoot um, mm-hmm. with a minus one penalty. Well now they've changed it so all ultramarine units can fall back and so even their vehicles. Um, and what they've done is they've essentially broken it down uh, into, I think they said 19 sort of mini chapter tactics. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be anything for, like indomitable, so you only lose one model um, if you fail a morale test. Mm-hmm. Uh, increase the range of your bolt weaponry by three inches um, loads of different, 19 different ones, and then, so, so what it used to be for Accessor Chapter was you might say, okay, well I'm, I've got my, my own unique chapter, whatever they're called, they're purple, but I'm going to play them as Ultramarines. Whereas now, yeah. you can basically pick two of these 19 or 20. Do you have to
0: pick them from like different columns or anything, or do you just pick whether?
2: It's not been made clear just right. yet. I, I kind of got the impression that you just pick.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's cool, um, and then you
2: can so you can create like a brand new chapter with its own set of tactics that really kind of melds with your play style
0: Yeah, no, I like it. It's, it sounds really sort of flavourful as well. Like you can really add, mm. like you say, rather than just saying, "Oh yeah, these are just like purple Ultramarines." You can go right; these are my guys. They're from here. They do this, and they're really good at this. So you can really sort of go for it, which I really like, and it sort of really plays into the whole. You can make your own. They should do the same chapter.
1: for. Um, they should do a chapter master builder. Because once you've got your own chapter with its own style, it needs like the guy at the top, well, right? They've, they've and he needs to that. have like some sexy weapons or his own uh, his own ability. Yeah,
2: well, they, they've already done that with the um, main rule book, didn't they? Was it the rule book? No, um, it was the latest FAQ and uh, uh, latest. Um, uh, brains gone. Um, what's the latest book? Uh, was it the big FAQ? No. Um,
0: Where are you? What are you doing? What are you talking about? What's chapter, in it? chapter approved. Chat- oh chapter approved. right, right. right. Okay. That's what I was looking for.
2: Uh, so the latest chapter approved has a section on creating your own characters. So you you have uh, it's in it's not for matched play, but you know you could you could probably work something out. Yeah. Um, I suppose it depends on plan, you playing in there. Yeah. But the uh, but it has the idea of like th- there are a bunch of different abilities from. You know, extra attacks. Yeah. Um, like giving everybody around you like an inbound save whatever. Like, there's mm. a whole bunch of things, and you can roll on a table, or you can um, uh, pick and choose certain things. There's a, there's a process to it. So, so, so that so that like you say, build your own chapter master certainly could be done in a non-matched play environment.
1: Yeah, but I think you could do it in a match play environment, right? Because obviously, these nineteen strategies, or sorry, nineteen kind of. Um, tactics or, te- or or chapter techniques, you're going to be able to take into a tournament setting, aren't you? Yeah. So it would be no different, just a menu. You know, like draw from the menu, any two you well, like.
0: I suppose it depends, in the codex, what if there's like a captain model or something that you go, right, here's your war gear options, and then essentially you're building your own... Yeah, well, I, I think that's that, how yeah. it would be, yeah, yeah. based on I a mean, captain. I mean, you can
2: have, certainly from the like, vanilla code, I think you could just have a, uh, like a, can you not have a chapter master...
0: Oh, in the Just codex. a vanilla
2: Chapter Master that you can put a bunch of war gear on, or can you not? I don't know. Oh, I think it's a captain, isn't it? Uh, the yeah. you can I take. think it's captain. I could be okay. completely
0: wrong on that, but I think it's captain. I'm sure
2: old old codexes might have let you go as, yeah. far as a Chapter Master because the old codexes used to be like you take you take your character and then you was either a hero, or a mighty hero, a um,
1: champion was the lowest class, or yeah, up to champ- yeah. hero, yeah, yeah, and then you had your main characters, obviously like you know, your Azrael's and your Commander Dante's And this sort of thing But I remember You know Dreaming up my own chapter In days gone by And wanting to have A character But not like Mad overpowered But just you know Something to mark him out Because some of those Old characters were You know Dead dead hard Dead shooty Very aggressive But then if you built Your own chapter All you had As you say Ben uh, rightly Was like a Captain
0: War gear options Yeah war gear options Yeah yeah, yeah. Interestingly
2: the um, The my watchmaster model, for my death watch that I've shown you both, was uh, designed by a guy uh, who plays Warhammer Thirty K, and he designed it based on the fact that he wanted a Primarch to lead his um, oh, really? legion, and his legion didn't have one, so yeah. he designed one himself, got it all cast up for resin, and then and then sold a few of them. So oh nice, that, that's
0: mm. the um, heritage of that model. Yeah, what was what was the chapter the legion he was in? I think he was Minotaur. Uh, the Minotaur, Minotaur. <laughs> Minotaur, liberator, <laughs> so, Repulsor. That's lots of
2: oars and hands.
0: yeah,
1: but no buts. It'll be good, you know. They, there's a lot of choice now for the Space Marines. A hell of a lot of choice. There's more. Yeah, There's more, yeah, there's more new models. There's, more new, models there's now. more new stuff coming. I know, right? It's crazy. That is already a, a thick tome. And well, I suppose that's why then. they do the
0: supplements now. Because, I mean, it's already a thick book. Mm. So, if you start adding, like, I think before, they are obviously playing around with it, because you can see where you have some of the chapters in the Space Marine Codex, yeah, and then yeah. but, I mean, it makes it such a weighty book compared to all the other codexes, yeah. that I think you have to have those supplements in there, because you end up with this encyclopedia. Oh, around.
1: it's all good to have more choice. I, like, totally all about more choice. But, I've, you know, I think that the other armies need to catch up a bit. You yeah. know, they need to kind of pad out some of the other stuff quite a few choices for Eldar aren't there but you know you look at armies like say Tower Necrons they seem a little bit um, limited now on what you can take well, am I mistaken there's a lot of choices there's a lot of stuff you just
2: would never take but I think that's true of all codexes um, certainly the Space Marines have the most options mm. well, that's, that's kind of always been the case way.
0: though The Space um, Marines you sort of expect them to have the most options
2: mm. You? I don't know I mean we they, are, they, about they are like
0: the, the poster boys so
2: yeah I mean, we were talking about this earlier so um I kind of thought uh, right that's how I thought Space Marine a Space Marine should be able to fill most battlefield roles like, you give him whatever gun you give him and he can fill pretty much any mm-hmm. role that's the, that's what you know they are the superhuman mm-hmm. uh, yeah. genetically engineered to, for war um and so you, you take a tactical marine, he should be able to fill most battlefield roles as a tactical marine. And certainly with a lot of the new rules, they're getting pretty close to being able to do yeah. that. They're really shooty, they're really choppy, they've got a good armour save.
0: So, um, yeah, I mean, now it's even less likely that my tactic of just running as fast as you can at them is going to work.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Because... <laughs> Because now they got just as many attacks as you. Yeah. Um, uh, they hit. They don't hit. Well, they hit about the same strength. Just, but you're on a six up armor save, and yeah, are three
0: they're like up a three arms. up, yeah.
2: And they're AP minus one if they have applied the right doctrine at the right time.
0: Yeah. I've got extra arms. Great. Yeah. Well, not that handy unless you do use the cultist knife and then you get an extra attack. But yeah, it's not pretty going to help. <laughs> you need more. Of them. More, yeah. Any, any more?
1: Hmm. All um, clans. Or clans, very varied. Lots of Eldar to choose from. Loads of planets where humans come from. I'd yeah. say probably about a million no Merry fluffers, I do. Yes. So that's like an inf- infinity of choice, effectively. You know. I just think that they should turn out more of the weird esoteric stuff.
0: So it's, it's good. good. Like, you mean like the different uh, guard regiments and stuff like that? I mean really yeah. mix it up. Why not? Because there'll be really rich planets
1: where all the guardsmen have bolt guns. The Lazgun is not, is like fairly ubiquitous, but it's not completely across the board. You you get like, you get a huge variety.
0: I know they've said like, there's different models of Lazgun, isn't there? Like they get the really cheap one, which is just mass produced. So then they get yeah. like the really nice one that actually works properly yeah. actually does some damage the yeah. okay, first
2: person takes a last gun next person takes an ammunition pack
0: yeah yeah because I mean, you know if you're like next you're, one takes a little windy generator <laughs> yeah, <so> like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you're like a planetary governor and you're going to have your elite guard then you could have your elite guard you know in like really finely crafted carapace armour because you're like a planetary governor and you have the cash and you'll give them like really nice bolt guns super efficient ones that really really work and you know that would be like your hardcore crew and if the planet ever got invaded, it's these guys that would come out, you know, to fight the, you know, yeah. the really important battle. So,
2: you, yeah, you, but like you can sort of do that already with veterans. You can give them, well, I mean, you've got the Tempestus Science, who, granted, it's still in strength three, but they've got some high AP, mm-hmm. lasgun weaponry, very accurate. They can take a lot of plasma. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that kind of already exists, and I'm sure there's probably options to give them all bolt guns or,
0: yeah, it's all bolt guns. So. I don't know, it would be like yeah, they get like the heavy bolt gun in the Because uh, 'cause they're massive though, that's the thing. Like mm. a normal human like can't really walk around with a bolt gun. Cause they're just not strong enough. Mm. So yeah, they have normally have like the heavy weapons team with like the heavy bolt gun, don't they? Cause otherwise they'd just be like breaking their arms just trying to fire the thing.
1: Well, I remember that Necromunda bounty hunter that I used to play in the, back in the days of that, you know, Gang War. Oh, yeah. And uh, he'd be, like, strolling around the underhive with his bolt gun, just, you know, taking names and kicking butt. But, yeah, I know. Bolt
0: gun or bolt pistol? No, bolt bolt gun, gun. man. Really? Yeah, Uh, and the
1: the little Van Saar fellas as well, like, skinny in their green jumpsuits, and they're just strolling around... One fella with a goatee beard and a heavy plasma gun, and then next to him a couple of bolt gun yeah, toting yeah, yeah, yeah. gangers. You know,
0: I do. I really... like the gun design in necromunda Like the, the Goliath Goliat Gangs have got those huge revolvers. <laughs> yeah. <Like> they're actually massive. <laughs> a very like Hellboy like. Yeah, massive revolver. What was that
2: Arnie film that we that we watched? Uh, Where he plays uh, a sheriff in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Tone, it was called The Sheriff. No, it was, Was
0: it it was a sheriff. No, no,
2: no.
0: no. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Something like. Like some drug
2: bust or something goes through his town. (laughs) and uh, he's like kicked ass for half the film yeah. and then one of the main magazines like who are you? he goes I'm the shark <laughs> <laughs> with his massive great big hand say <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. so then again I'm the show. <laughs> no, I, still, I still can't understand what you're saying Yeah, am yeah. sorry excuse me <laughs> I yeah,
1: yeah. No, that's a good example right because there should be uh, I say there should be I mean, whatever but it'd be nice to uh, get some of these gangs and bring them into the 40k battlefield imagine that like you know they're impressed so so we are
2: Absolutely. sitting around a war
1: cry table
0: yeah we're gonna get oh, to we're gonna get we're gonna get that yes, in a yeah
2: but one of the very cool things about Warcry um is that they've set, like all of the rules for uh all the different war bands and everything like you can take a chaos undivided um army mm-hmm. this is for uh, age of Sigmar technically but you can take a chaos undivided army and um, Field units of these these warbands. Yeah, bands so so good. should
0: we should we move on to it? Yeah, yeah.
2: So basically, yeah. So basically, like, yeah, so basically got all the good stuff
0: about that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, well, we can go back because basically the next bit is what you what you're all excited about. Now, obviously, I've been building and painting Warcry stuff for the last week, so I'm really excited about Warcry, and I'm to talk about it. Um, but what you guys, what you've been up to mostly? So it's mostly Space Marines for you, wasn't it, Tony? And then.
2: Uh, yeah, I've been reading up a lot on Space Marines and what's coming out next. I mean, I've got my little Warband here that I've just picked up from Ben, uh, the Cipher Lords. So I'm pretty excited about that, and I'm sure Ben's going to talk.
0: Yeah, well, a bit basically, more about that. yeah. So if anyone doesn't know, Warcry is essentially well, I think the way it's been advertised is it's sort of Age of Sigmar's answer to Kill Team. So it's designed by the same guys, and it's a small skirmish battle uh, game which uses Age of Sigmar models. Which is a long time coming. The scenery looks amazing, um, despite my paint job. Mm. And um, yeah, you get everything in the box, which is just brilliant. And uh, yeah, the game itself, like, like you were saying, every warband's going to be getting war scrolls to actually play in Age of Sigmar as well. So my Untamed Beasts, I could, if I wanted, as when they get the war scroll, have a Slaves to Darkness army and have these guys in there. She's going to be really good because they did the same with Shade Spire. So the Shade war bands, you can do the same as well. So you just get the war scrolls, you can use them in your armies. Like how I'm nodding like that. Nodding, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that doesn't help on a
1: podcast. Ben, did you paint these? I did. Okay, obviously there's no visuals on the podcast, but these are excellent. Thank you very much. Well, maybe maybe we need to do the war cry, um, like Battlefield,
2: maybe with your guys standing on it as part of the thumbnail.
0: Uh, do we to cut the a couple a couple of pictures? Of yeah. That is very cool stuff. And just so for the listeners, I am looking at the Untamed Beasts. Untamed Beasts, and they were pretty much they are pretty much all contrast paints as well. Used there, really? Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yes.
2: Oh, totally. Really quick. So we're gonna to have to work out which ones I need to pick up to do these Cipher Lords. Maybe once I worked out what colors they're gonna be.
1: Yeah. So you've got what we've got here: three, six. You've got nine guys here in this um, Untamed Beasts unit. Yeah, and you say it's a it's a, like a Necromunda style game, but for Age of Sigmar.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's got it's got. From what I've seen, it's got a little bit of Necromunda, a little bit of Kill Team in it. Right. So it's that sort of thing, and it, and then it's its own thing on top of that. So it takes elements of both. Um, but in the box, you you I think it, I think it should work out. So each warband is essentially a thousand points out of the box. Mm-hmm. So that's you're your starting warband straight out.
2: Although what I've seen, I think iron golems only have nine hundred and eighty points or something. Oh, are they bit. a little
0: bit short? Are they? I think they're
2: a little bit shy. I've, I've seen a few different battle reports, um, and um, yeah, it's either the iron golems or the untamed beasts. I don't know if they were there. Definitely
0: blocks. a thousand. In I, which I case, it's the iron not, golems. Yeah.
2: The clock in at nine hundred and eighty at the moment.
0: They're a bit tougher though. So, uh,
2: yeah. tough, tougher ain't always hitting hard um, enough.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, big ones Ben too.
0: Yeah. So there's obviously a lot of hand-to-hand combat goes on in this. I'm guessing there's not it, a huge amount of shooting. No, and it looks like the Stormcast are going to have the most amount of shooting because they. Are, it's going to be the Stormcast and Vanguard that are going to be available to use in this because there's going to be some factions that you'll get faction cards for that you can use, mm-hmm. and the Stormcast Vanguard all have like crossbows, right? Bolt crossbows, exactly.
2: small hand ones or massive, great yeah. big mounted ones.
1: I see. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, this is all very, so, so from what I've seen in terms of gameplay, like it's, um, you don't deploy, you don't have two bands, war bands deploying at either end. Like your, your warband is split up into different groups. Yeah. You are deployed in different parts of the table. You can be right in the middle or right on the edges. You're coming on different turns. The, the, the scale of the table is such that most, most guys, apart from maybe the iron golems can be pretty much on you. Yeah turn one, and I think the games only last like three turns, so you can really wrap through a game, once you yeah. know the rules, it'll be under an hour.
0: You yeah, the, the thing I'm most excited about is the way the campaigns work. So I don't know if you've looked at this yet.
2: Uh, not to the I haven't got the book, so, so um, I, I, I've just seen a few videos and I've seen a few bits about
0: it. Well, the, the, the way the campaigns work, so you know, normally when you play a campaign, it's like everyone meet up, we've all got to play, like every sort of every other week or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you get your games, inevitably people don't turn up for their campaigns or you miss games and stuff like that. It sort of ruins the campaign for everyone else. Whereas if this, your campaign is unique to you. So you have a goal that you've got to reach. So you have a campaign sheet. You basically got levels that you've got to go through after sort of two games. The third game will be a, what they call a convergence game. So you have to win that to then progress through. Then you get different. You can obviously get all your abilities and your items as you search after each battle, and you get all your stats. Then, once you've completed your campaign, you get an item that you can then use in your warband. So, then if, say, I play you later on in a campaign game, I can say, Right, well, I've got this guy, and he's got this item that I got by doing that campaign. Um, A legacy item. Legacy, essentially, yeah. Um, Sometimes they're just like a one shot thing um, that you can use, other times it's like quite. But they're never like game breaking, but they're mm. a nice touch. And it gives you a reason to keep using those guys that you've still got, you know, and they've got this nice sort of narrative to them as well. Because there's loads of sort of like building the origin of your war band and like building your character names and stuff like that. So if you're a bit of an RPG player as well, it, cover, it scratches that itch as well. So your characters won't level up with their skills? They have the glory that they can have. So your leader has glory that you can basically spend on re-rolls and things like that. Okay. Um, if they end up getting killed, they don't die as such, but you lose glory. So right. you won't. You lose those opportunities to re-roll on things as well. So it's, I think it's really nicely done. I, th- I think it gives you that really nice sort of balance to a campaign, and the fact that I can just play sort of anyone and progress my campaign, I think it's really nice.
1: Yeah, that is one of the problems it, with the old systems of say Necromunda, where you guys are getting tougher. Um, Okay, yeah, you had that gang rating difference, so if my gang rating is like 1,200 and yours is 1,900, yeah, i get like a a Brucey bonus Mm. for taking you on. But the the fact that your guys are all running around with needle pistols and uh, ballistic skill of five, and the only threat I've got on my side is a couple of green droves that haven't got like any wounds on them. Still, (laughs) to this day, the green juve is the most dangerous one (laughs) on any table because he's got nothing to lose. <laughs>
0: yeah, everything to prove.
1: So with this, essentially, you could turn up, find a guy, and he might be into the fourth or fifth stage of his personal yeah. campaign. You could be going through the fir- first motions of yours, yeah.
0: and it would still be effectively an even fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can still progress as well. So even if you lose, you still get a chance to search for artefacts and stuff. Mm. So you know, it's, it, once you get to your third game, you can still then go and... So you've got your Convergence game, but say someone else is still playing their campaign games, you could be like, I don't think I'm ready for my Convergence game yet. So, because it's a scenario that you have to do. It's like a set scenario. So, if you're not ready for that, you can go and play some other people at campaign games and get their campaigns going a little bit. Right. And then you can get more artifacts and stuff for your guys. So, you almost sort of like, you can almost grind a little bit and get some Ah, more stuff if you want. yeah. So, because it's completely unique to you. It's it's flexible. Like, you can totally do it how you want to do it. I think it's really good, and, and it seems like really obvious now. Like no other, and no other campaign really works like that, and I think it's really cool. Yeah, and I like the narrative element to it as well.
2: Mm. Well, I haven't read any of that yet, and uh, having just picked up the Cipher Lords, it seems to be lacking in terms of that content. So I guess I'm going to have to get myself maybe a digital copy of
0: the rule book.
1: And we've got this box of Cipher Lords in front of us here.
2: Can I have a little nose at that time? Yeah, absolutely. While we're chatting, let's say. Um, so so yeah war cry looks excellent and i think uh, there's certainly a few of us at the grumpy pony that are going to have war bands together fairly yeah fairly quickly and you know we're going to be local. doing
0: and uh, i'm going to be doing some organized events as well getting sent a nice box of stuff from gw as well She's something sense. to look forward to she's going to be really good medals and and whatnot and trophies and yeah pizza maybe not pizza
1: right.
0: else maps of GW headquarters mm. <laughs> or models but yeah and the other thing that I was excited about obviously is Game of Thrones but then I'm always excited about that it's you guys have got a going on yeah we be playing tonight night, yeah right. Yeah. how's Bolton Bolton versus Lannister Lannister, Lannister. Uh, Lannister.
1: Lannister. how's
0: Lannister yeah so I'm still building my Bolton force up so it out? and I've I still got... don't have my night watch well they're on their way they're taking a long time to get here from America but they're on their way they're on their way they're on their way um, there's, there's loads and what I'm g- going to get as well of the hero boxes for Game of Thrones so there's a couple of different ways you can build the armies now so you have these different hero boxes and in the hero boxes you get all the tactics cards for that faction so instead of sort of having like buying all the boxes and be like well I can't really play without those tactics cards you just get the hero boxes so you've got your characters and then you can start building your army up box by box if you want to do it that way okay but um i still i still think like you know the actual starter set is probably the better way to go because you literally have everything in there
2: yeah i, mean, I think m- my intent is to get the night watch starter set
0: yeah and maybe the ballista oh, the scorpion yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's on its way as and well and then go from there yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah the scorpion looks absolutely horrendous. you
2: just make sure you put those to one side
1: once they arrive yeah ah the scorpion this massive is like the ballista thing yeah. yeah yeah the one that was good at hitting the dragons and then suddenly very, very bad They seemed really bad in large <laughs> numbers, didn't they? Yeah. I
0: was actually able to sniper dragon out of the air, but if you got them on mass, they, they, they've all gone to stormtroopers at school, didn't they? Uh, yeah. Oh, um, you I, didn't, I, I watch did, I didn't watch yeah. it? So you know, boo to you. I'm, I, I, I thought I was up to date with the books, but um I wasn't. So now I've got to do what the lot. La- I'm on the last one. I couldn't face it. I could put me off reading. I got. Four books
2: in. I was on holiday with Ross and his family. Was that when you went on the sailing trip? That's it. Yeah, two <laughs> weeks. Two weeks sailing around Greece, reading uh, all of the Game of Thrones books in that two-week period. I read four and a half books and was so monumentally depressed. <laughs> I just put it down. I was like, "Why am I reading this?"
1: I Everyone's it... dead. Frozen. Was that the soul. first
0: one? Say again. Was that the first book? Obviously. No, I
2: read four books. That's good, good going
0: for like. I thought, yeah, all four, and you were hating every minute of it.
2: I wasn't. No, I enjoyed it to begin with, and I just realised from halfway through book four when he'd started inventing new characters just to kill them off. Like I felt like I like I'd emotionally invested enough, <laughs> and I was so emotionally exhausted from all of these people that I was kind of just starting to like dying on me. I, was like, I can't take this anymore.
0: I found it's happening more and more, though, in TV shows and stuff. It's just, like, they're oh, really? using the Game of Thrones method that, you know, getting a load of characters and then just killing a load. Mm. And then being like, oh, I'll be edgy, we're killing loads of characters now. Interesting. So, Mr. Martin's responsible for the death of a lot of characters. And, like, really dark shows at the moment. Everything's getting really dark and, like, grim. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Handmaid's Tale. Seen that?
2: No. Yeah. I know That's what grim. it's about.
0: That's grim. Started watching Boys. The boys is awesome. I haven't started watching that yet. Watch it; it's amazing. So about it's about superheroes, Rob. You su- love superheroes. It's, it's, but, it's a good but take not, on superheroes. Not, not what you think? It's a really good take on superheroes. Well worth a watch. Give me, give me the gist. Well, they're superheroes that are basically owned by a mega corporation, right? And they're like the, the mega celebrities of their universe, essentially, and they go and do like, you know, sponsorship deals and stuff like that so not like got, really heroic stuff then no essentially they're, they're, they're on contract so they get contracted out to different cities and stuff for different jobs and stuff. Right, um, but you know, you know they've got the public face of them which is all very much like like the Avengers and they're all you know good at like the, the best of the best sort of thing but behind closed doors they're all terrible people oh that sounds like actually uh, you know it, it, the first episode uh, which basically kicks it all off is this guy's girlfriend gets killed by it's their 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 version of the Flash, oh. who runs straight into her, and just she just explodes <laughs> into the, just blood and guts, and, and he's, he's still holding her hands, and like yeah, that's the sort of that's how it starts, and it just gets worse from there. It's it's a great show, really worth a watch. Is this all on Netflix? Uh, that's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, that one, yeah, it's brilliant. Look at us plugging various different TV channels. Yeah. Wow. Who knows? Maybe we'll get the little shout back.
1: Hey. I was yep. thinking about getting normal T V again recently. Oh, uh, it's normal not worth TV? it. Why not worth it why well, well, nothing on there? I just thought it'd be good to, you know, get up to Catch date. up on Bargain Hunt. Get <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah,
2: laughs> Love Island. Yeah, yeah. Love
1: to date on to right. on a, I don't know, like modern stuff or whatever. I feel like I'm so out of touch. I've been looking on eBay <laughs> You've been doing some right old man moaning today. Oh yeah, big time. I've been looking on eBay at old fighting fantasy books. I mean basically, you know, I'm re- I'm regressing back
0: to nineteen eighty six. Has um, old Chris Smith put any more fighting fantasy no, he up. hasn't So we, this, we never, never sort of push for Chris the Reverend yeah, I sent him a, a message
1: about a week ago and I was like Chris you know I hate to be a person that's like this yeah. <laughs> but if you could see yourself clear to doing the next bit yeah,
2: I'll we're be We'll definitely, d- definitely uh, do Send
1: me the book and I'll read it And he was uh, he responded he's like oh, I've been very busy doing things in you know goes Workshop Land or what have you but I'll definitely be doing it soon and I logged on just I think yesterday, and he's still haven't
0: done it. Well, he's he's a top bloke, so hopefully we can shame him into <laughs> into getting. Well, no,
1: right. it's all right. So Tony might take his mantle then. Hey, Tony could do.
2: Find some new. I, I I think I had an old James Bond Junior one. It was awful. James Bond Junior
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, scum. Sounds that does Around sound rare. awful.
2: Well, I think it's the only one I ever owned of those those sort of. Um,
1: that was the name of the baddie
2: group. Scum. The Betty Group. Was it Scum? It might well have been. How do I remember that? I don't know. James Bond Jr. Chases
1: Scum ha, around how? the world.
0: I didn't even think that was a thing. I didn't know it was a It was a, a TV it really was a show. show.
1: Was it? It was like on CITV or whatever. No, no it right. wasn't. It sh- totally it was, man.
0: Don't be ridiculous. It wasn't <laughs> a show. Yep,
1: yeah, James Bond Jr. It's a bit like Conan the Barbarian, right? Because in the film,
0: of which I am a massive fan, Yeah.
1: Probably the best fantasy film ever made, in my opinion. There's a lot of big. Claims so, we've had that. the best horror movie yeah. ever and the best and fantasy we're film ever. Now, I would disagree with, with both. both. Oh, of his Get choices. out of town. Conan the
0: Barbarian is fantastic. Yeah, but I wouldn't say it's the best fantasy yeah. film ever. It's just a masterpiece. So, it's better than any of the Lord of the Rings films? Yes. Get out of this. Are show. you sure?
1: Yes, Go on. It's a masterpiece. masterpiece. It's a masterpiece.
0: A <laughs> masterpiece?
1: Yeah. And uh, its minimalism is what makes it so incredibly. Uh, engaging for me. But anyway, the point of the matter is that...
0: I, I don't even, even understand. Are you
1: going to stand for this? Well, well field, I mean, look,
0: I mean, I like Conan the Barbarian and I remember it fondly, but not that because fondly. Because it was amazing. Yeah, but have you watched it recently? I watch it probably once
1: a <laughs> <enough. laughs> genuinely does. Watch it on a monthly basis. <laughs> Sometimes I have a little bit of an afternoon I lay down on the couch a lot. Like, haven't seen Conan for a few Put hours. no that on between the time the <laughs> Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius. I could go on the, I, the greatest it. fantasy film ever made you totally mad. stand by music that. oh the music just like carries you into another realm well I don't, I don't know they're like you know smoking weed and watching this thing or whatever I just I'm just
0: well, but what we will do then it. so is it for everyone that stayed to hear this ridiculousness at the end so <laughs> put,
1: oh, we're at the end oh. put, put
0: your favorite um your favorite fantasy film. In the comments, uh, yeah, you know what this has and, to be done, like,
1: and horror. And I tell you what,
2: put your favourite fantasy film in, and tell us how far down you would put Conan.
1: <laughs> I don't, I haven't come here to make enemies. <laughs> yeah, I didn't come here to be insulted. <laughs> <laughs> right. The point of the matter is that yeah. in the film, Thulsa um, Doom, played by uh, James Earl Jones, fantastic, uh, cuts off the heads of Conan's parents and then takes him away in slavery. But in the CITV version, they're not gonna be that very good slaves if they have got their heads cut off. No, he takes Conan away. Oh. But obviously the parents now are headless, they're, 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 they're are not simply left slaves. behind. Right. But in the sanitized uh, TV kids version of the show, he turned them into living stone, and that's why Conan was on like an endless quest to undo the magical workings. I suppose of for Kong's a kids show, man. though, you know,
0: getting heads chopped off is an understandable edit. If
1: I'm ever blessed with children, I'm gonna definitely make them watch the unsanitised version <laughs> and be like, "Look, kids, you need to see how the world really <laughs> is." This is a masterpiece, Hundreds by the way. There. Sad, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not want to have Sunday night.
0: We've seen enough of this. It's,
1: it's the
0: fifth, fifth time today. <laughs>
2: Like they're gonna have, have new names for the days of the week, like Monday, Tuesday,
1: Wednesday, yeah. Conan Day,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Saturday, Red Your Weekend, oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Event Horizon Night. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh. it's just Event Horizon on loop. <laughs> Doesn't matter when you come in. Oh, amazing! But is it what? what else? I mean, so, have we got anything else people want to add before we uh, wrap it up? But
2: uh, I think I think that's all covered. I mean, we talked there's loads more stuff with the Space Marines. Yeah. And um, maybe put a link to the Warhammer community stuff. Yeah. Um, it looks
0: like it's going to be really interesting. There's new units, there's new rules. Um, I think the interesting thing will be once we get some stuff we can we have in our hands I think as well like we'll have a proper look at the new units maybe in the next podcast and stuff. And maybe somebody can explain to me why they keep
2: taking all the rules away from the Death Watch and giving them to everybody else. <laughs>
0: Well,
2: I, 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 the only, I so was, having just spent several hundred pounds on a brand new Death Watch army. Well,
0: yeah, but I mean, like we said, we don't know. They might be getting a supplement. Maybe. So then that At the moment, might... they're
2: just taking it away with one hand and giving it to the Vanilla Marines. They're not vanilla.
0: Well, they are a bit, <laughs> but yeah. we uh, don't know yet.
1: You don't know. Does anyone remember the old song about uh, the uh, elements? The elements song. There's platinum, palladium, selenium, vanadium, promium, no, you know the one, don't you, Tom? Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm you, sort of worried where again. this is going. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Tony. Tony's very musically talented on, on the choir. He's been a flautist. Is that the right term, Uh I've flouted my <laughs> um, flouted. What I've heard <laughs> a lot about is flouting. <laughs> oh, I think he knows his way around a little bit of piano as well, don't you? Uh, Possibly, I
2: mean, no, not really. I mean, yeah, I can, I can play chopsticks. I
1: think what we need to commission you to do is make up a song that's a bit like the elements song that I just described, but with all the names of the space marine units. Is unit such as liberators? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: maybe, maybe we could speak to another friend to do that sort of musicy bit. Because it's getting close. I could list them.
1: I could list it with all these tours and tours and sessors, it's getting very close to making a a cheesy jingle
0: yes (laughs) I I could go with that I I think
2: I can put something together possibly not for the next one but maybe the one after
0: yeah give you some time for it yeah we'll try and get another podcast in relatively soon if I can
2: get the codex first you do
0: the tune and I'll wrap it no (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I'm going to draw the line there (laughs)
1: yeah
0: (laughs) How good's your rapping?
1: Awful.
2: Good,
0: Awful. you're in. Awful, you should see the presents he's given me <laughs> in <the
2: past>.
1: Whee! <laughs> <Hey-hoo>! <laughs> Thank well,
2: you very much.
0: Yeah, so I think on that bombshell, I think that will be the end of our episode. So remember, guys, um, put in the comments your favourite uh, fantasy film and how science, far, down, and how far down you put Conan. Um, I, think, I don't think it's far down. I mean, he's definitely not in the top ten. Not in the top <laughs> ten. Yeah, yeah. So you put it in the top 20. I put know. it in the top 20. I yeah, would. I think that's
2: fair. It's fair,
1: isn't it, yeah. And if they get a chance over the next couple of days, jump onto the Grumpy Pony
0: Facebook page yeah. and see those models, uh, yeah, cast yeah. the vote. Yeah, yeah, well, for the penny competition, yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely get on there, have a look at that, and have a look at the other stuff. So I'll be announcing some other events and stuff soon as well. Really? Hopefully some more organised events for Warcry and stuff along that vein. But yeah, unless anyone else has got anything to add? Our work was done. All good. All All right, cool. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. And that is that. Let me just...